This is Saturday morning's must-listen form hour. Set to go. Ready. Waiting. The best minds in the business are ready to have their say. This is the Melbourne Racing Panel. Great to have Dean Lester, David Gately and Jamie Rogers join for the next hour and find plenty of winners at Flemington on Champions Day. Good morning to you, Dino. Morning, Warren. What a great racing card it is. It's almost enough to make you think it's the end of a very long week. You could almost forget it's the end of a very long week, I meant to say, with the excitement that's building with today. Absolutely. It's a, a, a great uh, brain, brain's child of Lee Jordan and the VRC. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly... Uh, to have the three distances uh, covered and, and to get the response by Connections, which is what you've got to get next. And uh, heard you know, from Connections this morning that have all taken up the challenge. It's, uh, it's marvellous. David Gately, how's your week at Flemington been to date? Oh, it's been uh, most enjoyable. You know, I'd rather be a bit richer than what I am, but uh, that's certainly the plan of attack today. Was a sign of how you've been travelling. Maybe Channel Ten will let you wear your trademark singlet rather than the uh, the three piece suit today. Well, that's what I've got on right at the minute. So um, when I get in there, they'll probably dress me into something a little more uh, appropriate. But um, we can hold out hope. Jamie Rogers, a relatively new addition to the Melbourne team, but loving the Spring Carnival, no doubt. Love the AFL Grand Final. She's enjoying Melbourne life. Jamie, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Warren and team and to all the listeners. It's certainly a fantastic time of year in Melbourne and what a cracking way to end what's been a fantastic Melbourne Cup Carnival today with the three Group 1s. And I must say there's some very well-backed favourites in those Group 1s, but bring it on, Warren. What are the highlights of those that have been well-backed today? So we'll start with race four, sorry, race five, number four, a tissue at $3.70 is the best backed runner of the Flemington program. But in terms of those group ones that I just mentioned, Nature Strip has seen a lot of support now into $1.80. Private Eye has been very well backed, as has Animo. And if you wanted to have a bet at Rose Hill today, the best backed runner there is race nine, number four, I am me. Race one at Flemington, the Twitter trophy over 1,600 metres, a benchmark 90. Scratchings are numbers 15, 17 and 18. How does the market look in the first over 1,600, Jamie? Well, Warren, the deductions um, are pretty minimal in terms of this market with those scratchings. So there hasn't been a huge amount of action to report on at this stage. But we'll start with the five and Castle Ray Kid at $7.50. Unanimous, the six is at $6. A slight little jump now to Ain't No Deal Done at $13. I've seen a little bit of a double at that double figure price. We go continue go down the market. French Emperor now has been firming in, but hasn't seen a huge amount of support. But would have been the best backed runner in this race now at four dollars eighty. Dino, how do you think they might run along here? Uh, Warren, I think uh, reasonable speed. Uh, you've got Castle Ray Kid, who takes a little bit of riding to get going, but it's a great draw for him with the blinkers back on first up, and and Nashua Willer, proactive rider. He's the real deal. He'll find the fence. Pretty quickly, um, one that the likes of Bee Hunter, Black Sail out wider. And then you've got a horse like French Emperor, who shouldn't be too far away uh, with the likes of Unanimous from Barrier 1. How'd you line them up? Going to go with French Emperor to make it a, a hat-trick of wins. He's in good form. He drops in weight. Uh, he's got a knack of just getting into a pretty good spot. And I think that's a, the scenario here. I don't think he's got a big margin on them by any means, but he's got a very good chance. Uh, unanimous. Dry ground, inside draw, can use the draw. I think he can run very well. 
Uh, Castlereagh Kid first up at 1600 from a wide draw actually suits him to just wind up and find, you know, get up outside the lead and run well. And number 13, uh, Beltoro, who I thought ran well first up and, uh, will be fitter for that run. But, uh, there's a lot with little place chances here, but, uh, mainly 14 and 6 for me, Warren. 14, 6, 5 and 13. How are you seeing the first gator? Yeah, look, um, quite a number of hopes and, um, as it's played out all week, it should run to form. Uh, that was a joke. Unanimous zoom time of the Valley against the Patton and beat a couple of subsequent winners, Gunstock and Tail King. They both won really well since. Got a long way back at Randwick, third quickest last 200. It was an on-pace race, finished near Rustic Steel, who went on to win that $2 million, one of them, uh, on Tuesday. Uh, I was worried about gate one. I'm not so much after watching the races on Thursday. Alluding split two, who ran very well here Thursday at Caulfield. Then limited luck at the Valley meets the winner, winning partner, five and a half kilos better this scale. Castle Ray Kid gelded into last prep, won a maiden by nearly eight, and went on to beat an Oaks winner in El Patroness. Probably could have trolled a little bit better, but um, yeah, it's his, his form's there on, on the board. Isn't Adelaide Ace? The dry tracks are plus. No way it ends there. Six eleven five four. There, David Gately's numbers. Dean Lester with fourteen six five and 13. I'm also with Dino with French Emperor. I just love the way he's adapted and, and come around to the Price and Kent Jr. stable. There's reasonable speed in this race. He should be able to settle, which I think is important. Jamie Carr knows him well. 14 for me. Had a 10 Chicago beer. He hasn't had a mention yet. He's a real intriguing runner and import. I think he's been trialling up quite nicely for the Besutton and Young stable. He will need some luck from the draw, but Craig Williams probably be looking for a bum to follow. I think the horse is going well. Six Unanimous had a forgivable run in Sydney last start and 13 bel toro closed off okay first up will strip fitter 14 10 6 and 13 for me race two's over 2000 meters at flemington on champions day it's a benchmark 80 number of scratchings take out numbers two three four five seven nine and 14 probably a significant impact on the market there jamie yeah, it did, Warren. In particular, the five coming out, that resulted in a 10 cent deduction. And there hasn't been a huge amount of support coming through in this race as yet, but we will set up the top with one in Wycliffe at $15. Parisian Dancer at $12 has seen a tiny bit of a double. The favourite has continued to firm up, but that's Aesop at $2.70. Agnelli is at 11 If we go down a little bit further, 15 Tycoon Beck has seen support this morning at $8.50. Scratchings affecting the market, Gator, or they affected the way you've seen the race? Um, great question. Well, three of our top five came out at scratching time, so to some extent, um, but still that top pick remains and uh, think he's the one to beat, even though there is a lack of speed on paper. I'm sort of hoping Legionnaire will go forward from the, the draw and put a bit of speed in the race with Tycoon Beck, maybe Agnelli, uh, but it doesn't look a fearsome speed. I still think Aesop's got a bit on benchmark 80 grade, a terrific return. They just won like a really good horse, beating pounding. Great acceleration there. A clear forgive file member last time. Internal bleed, lame, and probably some other things. I think they'll hit back hard here. Flash feeling, that was a solid return with the 63 behind a promising one. Just stayed at 1,400 sale, got a mile back. Now gets to his, uh, gets up in trip. He won very well in May. I like the detonator jack form. And uh, the other horse he's been competitive with, Carlisle, who won at Big Odds during the week as well. What well, uh, That was a good finale, Geelong. It was his Australian debut. Race fast was home there. Steps to the 2000. And perhaps look sharpish. But uh, eight, 
Dino, how are you seeing race two? Yeah, I like uh, Aesop here, uh, Warren, back on the drive, the key. Uh, he was flying before that last run. He just laboured, and maybe Caulfield as well. Back to a uh, big track like Flemington uh, to beat Woods, number 19, out- outstanding Australian debut at Geelong, cut through the field and rocketed to the line on the strength of that performance, should run well. Uh, 10, Agnelli, and uh, I'll put in 6, Brisbane Dancer, who's in winning form, maybe next best, but uh, playing the race around 8 and 19, Warren, 8, 19, 10 and 6. Seeing it similarly to the boys and the pronunciation monitors have told me I should be pronouncing this horse Aesop and if that's correct then I think I'll be calling him a winner because I think back onto firmer ground here with excuses last start. I agree with Gator. I think he can go to much better than this grade. So I'm keen on eight. At a 19 Woods, that Australian debut that Dean referenced was terrific, closing off strongly, doing some ducking and weaving for Henry Dwyer. 12 Flash Feeling also closed off well last start. Second up will strip even fitter third up and Agnelli getting fitter third up also next best for me I'm keen on 8 ahead of 19 12 and 10 in race 3 confirming Dino's numbers are 8 12 19 and 17 oh, sorry 8 19 10 and 6 for Dino my apologies 8 19 10 and 6 David Gately with 8 12 19 and 17 race 3 on the card at Flemington this afternoon's over 1400 metres the Amanda Elliott we take out number 2 Mumbai Jewel the bottom 3 emergencies Jamie 18 19 and 20 well, that made no, the impact of Mumbai Jewel made no impact to the market. It is very, very open, Warren. It's $6 the field with angry skies at that price. Hasn't seen too much support at that quote. It's gone a little bit wider, the money in this race, and that's with Atmosphere has been firming in now into $13. The same with Eponymous at 13 as well, and Atlantic Ocean at 15 running by at 750 and sweetened at $9 is the best of the rest that's being support this morning. Outside the Group 1 races, this is one of the highlights of the day for me. I think there's some very promising horses here, particularly a few fillies. And I think the speed will be OK. You'd think Zambagini would be somewhere near the speed. Yakarishi can be there somewhere, atmosphere potentially on the speed. I think it'll set it up for at least a, a reasonable speed. And I love the run without much luck at the Valley last start of number 11 running by. I thought she ran out of room late. She'll be suited out to 1,400 metres and she'll be looking for a run with cover. But, gee, I think she's a, a nice filly, number 11 running by. But she's not the only horse with upside in the race. Number three, Angry Skies, gets the winkers on. Heard from Ben Hayes earlier on. Just resisted the temptation for the Carbine Club. Stay at 1,400 metres, potentially on to the Sandown Guineas. Thought he ran well. Got a great ride, but every chance last start ran well. He's in the mix with race fitness. Number 14, Magic Time. She's going to need some luck from the draw, but she could not have been more impressive winning on debut. And we haven't seen any luck for number 16, Sweeten, since her impressive debut win. And she shapes like 1,400 metres. We'll see. I think this is a terrific race. Happy to play 11 each way ahead of 3, 14 and 16. Dina, how are you seeing the Amanda Elliott? Yeah, as you said, Warren, good race. Promising horses. Uh, I'm going to go with Angry Skies. A few of these are... Going to need smart rides from awkward draws, but uh, Angry Skies, uh, I think the dry ground will suit him, and uh, he's a very progressive type. The fillies you've mentioned, Sweet, and uh, I thought 
uh, didn't have much luck at the Valley, and neither did running by. Uh, I think they'll both measure up against uh, the males here, and uh, Sandpaper on the back up from the Carbine Club last week. Uh, forgivable run there, but uh, does have the awkward draw to contend with. But uh, I'm going to go with Angry Skies, but wary of the uh, the two fillies down the bottom there. Three sixteen, eleven and 1. Your thoughts here, Gator? Yeah, look, I've uh, just lent to, to Angry Skies. Uh, also, um, smart debut in charge, same along the inside. Ryan, similar six, uh, sectionals to a horse called Elliptical. And I don't know how he missed sandpaper last time. He couldn't have had enough on at the 100. But credit the winner, he was he was tough. Um, this guy beat everything else. Gets a two and a half kilo swing, of course, this weight scar. And the wink is significant, I, I, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I need a good ride, but... Um, so will a few others. Running by, no, I sort of agree there as well. Really promising. Liked her debut win with Gappers behind. Just didn't quicken at the valley. Then railed through. I don't think that was the A ground. Yet still strong home behind Wee Nessie in good time. Uh, there's the sweetened form, of course. Been waiting for her to get to Flemington. I was disappointed they missed the run on, on Thursday. I think that was an easier and winnable race. The eponymous covered a lot of ground in the Gothic Stakes. She battled on really well. She's got a big weight swing on sandpaper from that as well. And King's Consort, another one who hit the line uh, nicely. Like, so only Sajardin had a quicker last 200. He actually ran okay in the Coolmore on Saturday as well. So, yeah, plenty of hopes. Looks like an exotics race for me. 3-11-8-4. Terrific race, race three on the card. David Gately's numbers, 3-11-8-4. Dean Lester with 3-16-11-1. My numbers are 11-3-14-16. 21 after 8 on RSN 927. Time for our first break this hour.